views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. All right, here we go. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, on this uh, Tuesday. Welcome, one and all. Here I am. It is one. Right now, it is uh, eight minutes past 12 o'clock. It's the John DePietro Show. I want to thank you. Just heard uh, Donna Perry, who is uh, just on with us. Folks, we have a, a great program that is in store for you on this um, Tuesday. It's amazing how the month is. Um, my God, is it only Tuesday? I've, uh, the light yesterday was one of the busiest days I've ever had, uh, at least in, of, of recent memory. This portion of the program, now, folks, again, we have a lot we're going to get to and bring you up to speed on. This portion of the program, though. As we uh, kick things off on this Tuesday, at least for the noontime hour, we are going till 2 o'clock. And I'm actually going to do Facebook Live until 2 o'clock. Normally, we don't. But uh, because of developments, things that are happening between the convention and then something that's going on with me right now. And if you heard the program yesterday, there was a wild broadcast. Something else that is developed off here, plus Federal Hill last night. We are obviously on the radio until 2 o'clock, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We're going to be on Facebook Live until 2 o'clock. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in. Please thumbs up. Folks, share that you're watching. Click the like button. We have so many new people as the program just uh, it continues to explode. But as we uh, kick things off, folks, if you are in need of a new roof, I'm going to give you a phone number. And here's the thing. All I'm asking all I'm asking is that you call for a free consultation, okay? It's R&R Roofing. All the work is guaranteed. Free estimate. Over 40 years in business, Richard Rossi is the real deal. Give him a call today, 823-1330. 823-1330. Richard Rossi. All types of shingles, flat roofs, fully insured license. Angie's List winner. 10 years in a row. Better Business Bureau gives R&R Roofing, R&R, an A+. Here's the phone number, 401-823-1330. Are you thinking of getting a new roof in Cumberland, Woonsocket, over the line into Massachusetts, Lincoln, Smithfield, North Smithfield, wherever you're listing or watching, R&R Roofing. All work guaranteed. (coughs) Excuse me, 40 years in business. All types, shingles, flat roofs, Richard Rossi is the real deal. He cares. You can't hire me to do your roof. If you could, I would do a fantastic job. You know why? Because I care. He and I met, we hit it off, we have the same work ethic. Richard Rossi, free estimate, always on site, R&R Roofing. If it's time for a new roof or you're just exploring it. Right now, a lot of people are investing in their home. Call R&R Roofing today, 823-1330. 401-823-1330, R&R Roofing. Folks, we are going to talk about, and again, good afternoon to uh, everybody tuning in uh, on Facebook Live. Please, as I said, the Facebook Live people have uh, just been terrific. I am going to talk about last night. We have a guest coming up at 1230. A tremendous night one, as we were talking about last hour with uh, Donna Perry, the Republican National Convention. If you're a Trump supporter, you should feel very good. Um, and then we will talk. I was on Federal Hill last night. And then lucky for many of you that actually want real news, that want to know what's really going on, I show up. And you know what else? People who recognize. But I just want to address something. I did a post. I posted this on Facebook. Maybe some of you have seen it. 
And I got this message earlier from this woman who I don't know, who is, um, you know, like a, has in the profile picture Biden Warren. And what, what exactly the message, you know, uh, your deplorable excuse of a human being harassing women protesters at Colt State Park. What doing that? What for kicks? Question mark. Lying about apparently you're intimidated by strong women. Clearly, you're pathetic people. Well, I'm not going to go with the whole thing. And then goes into Trump. You support a pig. You disgust me. You racist. Go live your life of white privilege. Folks, the whole thing. And, you know, as much as it's we could just dismiss it as it's moronic and so forth. But what I want to um, point out, and again, folks, um, Sheer, if, if you are on Facebook Live and see a troll, you can certainly uh, message me or call it out because I, I just can't stand it anymore. Um, but it is uh, really just ridiculous. But I want to be very clear. So, number one, and I just dismissed it. Um, anyone that was watching on Sunday, I, I did Facebook Live from Rocky Point. And I was trying to, all I did was initially respond to this individual, which is, I, I wasn't at Colt State Park. So I don't know who this is and what the deal is, but, um, you know, I, I did a Facebook Live of the Trump boat parade. It, it's posted. It's on my website. It's on the Facebook page. I, by the way, thank Hello. I saw many of you that were there Sunday. It was a great day. We had Laura on yesterday. So, but what's annoying to me is I get a call from the media. <coughs> and I want to be very clear about something. Um and they were asking me, and I'm going to give them a chance to rethink this. They were asking me, what's my reaction to that they have eyewitnesses that I was harassing Black Lives Matter protesters at Colt State Park on Sunday. And so I want to be very clear. If that story is published or runs, I, I'm telling you right now, I will sue. This is not a matter of, what well, we wanted to get your take on it, your view of things, your opinion. Let me be very clear. I I don't know how else to explain this. I was not at Colt State Park on Sunday. There were many of you that were there with me. I did a Facebook Live. So then the reporter, who I don't really know, but is is saying, well, did, did you record this video earlier and post it? Folks, Juan was calm. I said, it, it's, it's Facebook Live. How could I record? It's Facebook Live. How could I? Well, I'm not that familiar with it. How could I record me by Narragansett Bay as the Trump boat parade? Like this, you, you could maybe film, here I am in my backyard, but you can't fake or pre-record that there was a Trump boat parade going by. Well, where can I find this video? It's on my, you know, blanking website. It's on Facebook Live. I, I want to be very clear about this. I was not at Colt State Park. I ignore the protesters are there. We didn't have any protesters there. Well, here's the other question. Well, is there a way that you had someone handling the camera in Warwick, but you were in Bristol? I was not in Bristol on Sunday. And I am warning right now this media outlet, if a story comes out, that at 12 noon, well, they have eyewitnesses. Who, who are the eyewitnesses? Helen Keller and Ray Charles? It, th- this is ludicrous. Folks, I see what it is. This is pushback. Okay, I am a Trump supporter. I'm not going to apologize for that. 
This is bordering on complete lunacy at, at this point. And, and you know what? It's, it's harassment. I know they don't like that I go. I go, they don't go. Well, they have eyewitnesses that you were at Colt State Park on Sunday during the parade harassing Black Lives Matter protesters. But we'll put in the story that you deny it. I said there is no story. And I want to be very clear. If, if, if a story comes out of that, I am telling you right now, I will sue because it is completely this is beyond ridiculous. I had we we had thousands of people that were watching. The video was huge. Plus, there were people there like this is an, And then I like that. Well, where were you after that? What What is this? A police interrogation? When the thing was over, I, I you know, I, I then went on a bike ride. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But anyone that knows Warwick to Bristol, you, you can't get there. At 12 noon on Sunday, this is embarrassing. This is ridiculous. I even have to defend it. I was not in Bristol. Well, the protesters say you were heckling. I wasn't harassing. I wasn't. This is really simple. I was in Warwick. I didn't go to. I can't even remember the last time I was in Bristol. Well, there were people, protesters say you were there. I wasn't harassing any. But this is preposterous. I, I, you know, there were some times like you'd say, boy, I wish I have a video. I have live video. There were people watching. Many of you were there and some of you were watching it. This is a member of the media. You know, this, this is a hit job. And I am telling you right now, if this, I, I, I don't throw out threats that often, but I don't want a disclaimer. I don't want, you know, DePietro denies that he, and they said, well, what, what, here's the other question. Well, what, what, if you weren't harassing them? What did you say to them? <clears throat> I said, I don't know how else to explain this. I was not in Bristol on Sunday. I was, at, I was at Warwick at Rocky Point. Well, did you watch the boat parade? I said, I did watch the boat parade. They started at Newport. They first went to Colt State Park, and then they came around to Warwick. Oh, and where were you? I said, I, as I've told you, I was in Warwick. You could see the video. You don't even have to believe me. Just watch the video. But I, I'm just telling, and I don't want to go on and on about it, but I know I, I am a little bit. But, folks, th- this is beyond ridiculous. All right, I get it. I'm a Trump supporter. With the media, I'm an outlier, right? I'm a Trump supporter. I don't think you're racist, right? We are not a racist country. I am voting for this man right here or his rendition. I've met him. I have been at the White House. I want him to win again so for the next four years I can keep going to the White House. I want to do a group tour to the White House during the Trump second tour. Granted, I have selfish reasons. I get it. I'm an outlier. I go to events. I'm not sympathetic to the protesters. I get the whole thing. But if that's this is bordering on lunacy. And this isn't like I'm going to get some witnesses. It, all you have to do is look at the tape. And the reporter, well, where can I see this this Facebook lot? I you know, this this so-called Facebook Live. Gee, I don't know. Where would it be? Instagram? No. Twitter? No. Uh, I don't know. Maybe check Facebook. I think that would be a good place to look for the Facebook Live video. This is just ridiculous, folks, at this point. They are obviously grasping at straws. I was on Federal Hill last night. And um, I'm glad I was there. Because the story, what happened last night at Federal Hill was a disaster. Protesters calling for police reform marched through Providence. Rob Nesbitt of Channel 12. I don't know who that is. I didn't see him. They weren't marching through Providence looking for what reform. 
There were five murders in two weeks. These people were nowhere. That happened in Wisconsin, not Providence, Rhode Island. They were screaming obscenities. The journal, protesters confront Providence diners during March. No, the word is terrorize. You want to know what happened? Go to thepetro.com. I was there. Unlike, by the way, one of the people, this person that wrote this story, was marching with the protesters and not covering them in solidarity, as a matter of fact. The scene was many impactful moments. There were no impactful moments, okay? No mention of the fact of murders in Providence. Let, let me just explain something to the rest of the media. Thank you very much, Roberta. And it, you know what, folks? You know, I've been built for this. And, and let me also just say this other thing about this fake story that's going to run. I am telling you, there have been times in the past I should have sued. But I'll be very candid with you, folks. I, I was employed by people who were just not good with handling with the media. They weren't. And they would always say, ignore it. They were afraid of it. They didn't know how to confront it. So I, I admit one thing I like about being on my own, and I am, I'm on my own. No question about that. I've never been more the independent man, is I don't have those layers anymore. But that media outlet that's listening right now, if you print a story or if you do a story saying that I was harassing protesters at Colt State Park on Sunday, I don't care if you say, DePietro, we talked to DePietro, John DePietro, and he denied it. I am telling you right now there's going to be legal action. And there are times in the past I should, I should have. I should have sued in the past. Because, folks, most of the things they print, you're not surprised. Most, most of the stuff they print are lies. They're lies. They're made up. They're people with agendas all the time. All the time. You have to pick and choose. And I want you to understand. I get it. And I, I sign up for it. Right? I'm a, I am considered through the court because we've explored it. We have. There have been different times. I wanted to sue. I had a very strong case to sue. They lie. And they don't check things out. And if they're wrong, they never go back and, well, hardly ever go back and correct it. But once it's out there, people are like, well, you know, that if that's what's printed, it must have happened that way. Um, I get it. I'm a public, I'm considered a public person in our area. What does that mean? It means you become fair game. So through the courts, through our laws, they consider it that if they print things that are wrong, lies made up, I'm just going to share something with you. Since we're in a full vent session here, and I will talk about federal, and we are—we have a guest coming up about the election uh, in just a moment. But, but something that—and um, this is wildly important—is see the, the way it works is you have to show damages. You have to show like that—that that, uh, the kid that from um, you know Kentucky, what's his name? The, you know he sued with the "Make America Great Again" hat and CNN. They went after him. I mean, you you, you have to. You have to be able to show damages. I mean, the best thing, I hate to say that, but the best thing would be if they print something wrong and then you, you know, uh, whoever the person is, let's just say it's an actor. And because of that, the wrong story, they lose that they're not going to be in the movie or maybe a football player or an athlete. And then because of a a negative made up story or a story that's wrong, they get cut by a team or they don't get picked by a team. Then you can show that. But just the regular person, it's very difficult because the first thing they say is you have to show monetary damages. Did you did you lose your house? Did you get to, like all this type of stuff? Which, I, But I'm telling you this time because that that is that is an agenda piece that is a hit piece that is designed to try to weaken me and portray me in a certain light. Much like yesterday, you know, there's a story in the media that I, I showed up to counter protest the protesters yesterday. Um, 
outside of the Veterans Auditorium. And, 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 and that was, well, you know, we're doing a story how you have a pattern of showing up and harassing protesters. I said, that, that, is compl- that story is completely false. Anyone that, you, folks, you listen to the show. And again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro um, at 1224 on this uh, Tuesday, August 25th. Those of you that follow the program know that I, I have attended all of the Governor Mundo's press briefings. I missed one briefing. And just so we're all clear, Pork Boy has never been. Cackle, right? Lazy ass Granahan has never been. Fat Al, never been. Those people, Ron Ron Cliche, Shane never been. I don't I, the only one I missed was when that blanking protester, the degenerate, lasered my eyes. And and I couldn't drive for those that week. That was the only one I missed. But when I, I go, I broadcast out front. So then I can talk with all of you. And you saw yesterday that I'm there, right? And we have the State House and the backdrop and so forth. And by the way, next week, I'm going to broadcast every single day so then I can go to the Rondo press briefing. So we, we were where we, I always am. I'm always in the same spot, right outside the vets. And right before that, I then go inside. And then you hear me ask the governor the questions. So um, so yesterday, there, there were these, these protesters that they, they don't want anyone to go back to school. So they showed up. Now, I put out on Twitter, I guess I could put it on Facebook. They, they, they put out a map, and they were supposed to be about 100 feet from the door, according to their own map. They had a red star. They said, here's where we're going to be. So I'm broadcasting there. We were there, I don't know, well, after 1130, and we had Jerry Zarell around. We had Laura, those that caught the show, who did the great boat rally. So we're rolling along, and I knew they were going to be there at 1230, but they're usually a little late. And I feel like, all right, for 10 minutes, there'll be speakers behind. I was even saying that way the speakers will be behind me, and then I'll just go in. Well, no. Do these protesters, do they go where they're supposed to go? Do they go where they marked out on the map? No. Where do they set up? Right in front of me. Right in front of me. And you heard that woman. Then they just start blasting away. So then, of course, Juan, who travels with the bullhorn... So then I started saying, no, you're not going to shut me down. No, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be. No, no, no. What do you think? I, you're the only person. Like, that scene in the town where uh, Ben Affleck says, what do you think? You're the, to the florist? What do you, you think you're the only guy in Charlestown with a gun? What do, you, what do you think? You're the only one around here with a bullhorn? With a megaphone? No, I'm not going to be shouted down. This is my spot. We were here first. I'm there every single week. And you just show up. You don't even go to your spot. And you think you're going to. Like, chase me out of here? So the nature of then the story that they put out and working on is that I showed up to counter protest. That is a complete fabricated lie. They don't even try to get the truth. Like, this is ridiculous. Well, you have a pattern. That's how the, the phone calls start. You have a pattern of showing up, trying to harass protesters. I said, what on earth are you talking about? Are you talking about last? And they said, well, you know, last night, you know, here you had this peaceful demonstration on Federal Hill and you were harassed. I said, stop right there with the harassing. Let me be very clear about something. There's 100 of them. There's me and I have two people with me. Okay. So (coughs) they have masks. They're loud. (coughs) Some of them have weapons. Many of them have been arrested. They already damaged my eyesight. There's 125 of them. And then the, and you're saying I'm harassing them. That's like the premise of the story. 
That's what they're working on, a story, that I harassed the protesters outside of Veterans Auditorium. False. I harassed the protesters at Colt State Park on Sunday. I wasn't at Colt State Park on Sunday. And that I was harassing the peaceful protesters last night. Those people were so out of control, they have destroyed Federal Hill. Absolutely destroyed Federal Hill. Those people were trying to have a nice dinner. They were rude. You know what else the media, they're so disingenuous is... And folks, again, good afternoon. We have a guest. Paris Denard is going to join in just a moment. Republican National Committee Senior Communication. Um, we're going to talk about that. was a great um, first night of the convention last night. Tim Scott was great. Nikki Haley was uh, great. I can't wait, but I am so glad. Folks, here it is, actually, I believe. This should be. Uh, folks, joining us right now to the John DePietro Show, Republican National Committee Senior Communications. We want to welcome to the program, and it's Paris Denard. Good afternoon, Paris. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. First of all, Paris, you must feel great. Everyone must feel great. What a tremendous first night at the Republican National Convention. It is. Listen, I think if you watch that convention, you are inspired, you are uplifted, you are motivated, you are enthusiastic about what this president has done. Many people might be informed. They might have come away with this saying, my gosh, I didn't know the president did that for hostages. I didn't know the president was doing such great things for our frontline workers. I didn't know the president I was doing all those things for the black community. I didn't know the president was doing all of that uh, for uh, small businesses. I didn't realize the president was that big of a champion for the country. Uh, and that is what the purpose of this convention is, to amplify the message of his impact, but also to focus on the greatness of the American story. This is a wonderful, beautiful place to live. And the people that took the stage last night, the videos, even the pre-show, the RMT pre-show that, that was online, highlighted some of the very best of America. Paris, talk a little bit about some of the speakers. I thought Nikki Haley was brilliant. I thought Tim Scott was brilliant. I mean, the whole night was really fantastic. But I'd like to just hear from your perspective, maybe some things that stuck out in your mind. Some things that stuck out to me, obviously, Senator Tim Scott's speech, because it was the day before his grandfather's 99th birthday. And when you think about the arc of his life going from the cotton fields to having his grandson working in Congress as the uh, first black Republican senator since Reconstruction, it is a tremendous, tremendous uh, place to live. When you look back at what uh, some of the other speakers had to say, if you go, uh, I was I was moved by the, the, the opening prayer, quite frankly. Yes. And how it was a unifying message. We kicked off our convention in prayer. It was not divisive. He actually said the DNC started in prayer, too. That was something that was important for the American people to see, feel, and hear. Uh, I, I love the fact that you had uh, people from uh, the hostages to talk to our firsthand basis about the impact of being freed and the, and the value of American freedom uh, as, as someone who was held captive overseas. Herschel Walker gave an incredible testimony to the lifelong, over 30-year friendship relationship he's had with President Trump and his entire family, uh, th- th- highlighting the fact that the president is someone who cares about the community. Vernon Jones, state rep out of Georgia, incredible uh, speech, uh, reminding uh, Democrats uh, that it's okay to walk away from the party. It's okay to remember the fact that you can be courageous enough to stand firm on what you believe and uphold your values if the parties become too radical, too too lawless. And I think that's what was an important point to take away from, from his message. Uh, Don Jr. obviously did, a, I thought, did a very impressive job. And I'll close with uh, Ambassador uh, Nikki Haley. 
I mean, for her to talk about her heritage and the, and, and, and her commitment to, to South Carolina, uh, to the black community, as well as to the nation, uh, as, uh, as UN ambassador, and, and tying it all back to President Trump, I thought it was uh, a very good night altogether uh, for the first night of the Republican National Convention. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're speaking with Paris Denard, Republican National Committee Senior Communications Advisor. And Paris, I love also how Nikki Haley basically came out. And it was so, you know what, last night was refreshing. Last night was America that I believe in. Last night was like, oh, good. You know, that was tremendous, starting off with Cardinal Dolan. But I loved how Nikki Haley said, we, we are, we're America, we are not, this is, despite what they want you to think, we are not a racist country. We're not a racist country. And that, that was important to, to be, just say it out flat out, because to your point, this was the America that we know. This is the American that millions are trying to get into legally, quite frankly. This is the America that we've grown up. This is the America that put, uh, uh, only in America could you have the people on that stage and that could be taking the stage the rest of the week happen because this is a great country. That's the stark contrast to the America that the Democrats portrayed in their convention. It was dark, it was gloomy, it was depressing, it was sad, and that's probably why President Trump got a bump out of the DNC convention because people were looking at the contrast. You know, that's an excellent point, Paris, and it is a night and day comparison. Now, I'm just curious, Wisconsin is an important state Wisconsin is definitely a swing state. Boy, uh-huh. if, if I am living in Wisconsin and I'm seeing the reaction where Biden-Harris, they won't condemn the actions of the rioting and looting. I, I think I'm moving towards the, I think I'm, if I'm an undecided independent voter in the suburbs of Wisconsin, I think I'm voting for President Trump. Well, not only that, I would just be so disrespectful, so disrespected by the Biden campaign. Same going to have a convention there. They only have the the, the, the time to take, to show up. Not even the VP candidate can't come to Wisconsin. You can stay in Delaware, but you don't have the respect to give our state, our city, uh, to, to, to come there safely. If not, you're going to be president of the United States if you can't come and, and figure out a way to travel safely uh, to Wisconsin. President Trump, Vice President Pence, the RNC, the Trump campaign, all made Wisconsin a priority. And, and uh, you know, it, it is important to recognize the president was in Charlotte saying, I, I, I'm honoring my commitment to this to this city. We said we have a convention here. We're going to have the 360 plus that are able to be there because of the governor. And I'm going to show up to say thank you. And that is that's the that's the integrity of our president. Paris, who's on tap for tonight? I know the first lady, I believe, is going to speak. What else can we look forward to for, for this evening? Well, the good thing about the First Lady's speech is that she's going to be speaking from the Rose Garden, which has recently been uh, renovated, and that's going to be a, a wonderful thing. We're going to hear from Nicholas Hanman. Nicholas, remember him? He was oh, yeah. one that was aligned in the media, yep. and, and he fought back. That's the great thing. He fought back, and he won. Senator Rand Paul is going to be speaking tonight. He's been a great champion for freedom. Uh, Larry Kudlow, oh, uh, good. President's uh, assistant for economic policy, can really frame what the president's impact has been from uh, a standpoint of the economy. Sissy Graham Lynch, who is the daughter of Franklin Graham, the granddaughter of the late great Billy, Reverend Billy Graham, is going to be uh, speaking uh, uh, from an evangelical standpoint. Abby Johnson, I'm really fascinated by her story. Worked at Planned Parenthood for about eight years and and, and, and was very high and just had a, a, a transformation 
uh, and, turn, and, and changed her life around and started Pro Love Ministries and Love Line in, uh, last year. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. Tiffany Trump, the president's uh, daughter, she's a millennial. She's graduated from college, law school, so she can speak to that. What the president's doing, and it humanize him even more. And also Daniel Cameron, who's the first uh, Black American to be elected statewide in Kentucky. The Attorney General's there, and our wonderful Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is going to be able to talk about the president's impact globally, internationally. Uh, and so uh, it's going to be another good night. Uh, to focus on not only the great American story, but uh, the land of opportunity, which is what we have. Republican National Committee Senior Communications Advisor Paris Denard. Paris, great job. Enjoy this evening, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. All right, folks, there it is right here on the John DePietro Show. Right now it's uh, 1236 again. Good afternoon, everyone. We are doing Facebook Live until uh, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program, we have another guest coming up. By the way, Mark Lorder, who's the uh, Trump 2020 Director of Strategic Communications. Uh, some of you may remember I interviewed him back in um, uh, I interviewed him back in uh, February at the uh, Trump rally. And um, we're, we're going to talk to him coming up next hour. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340. 272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. If you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, were you in an accident? Maybe someone, it could be a drunk driver, someone texting and driving, or regardless what it is, maybe it was a fender bender or nearly total vehicle. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Now, they're located, I was just there the other day, 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right off of 95, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. If you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, right now, it's 1238 on this Tuesday. Now, I want to just explain something. And here's the problem. A, a situation like Federal Hill last night, the, the, and, and I understand if you're the people in Federal Hill, you kind of want to downplay it. I get that. Okay, they want to downplay it because they they don't want to frighten people away and they don't want to scare people away. And that's a problem. And I hear some people who weren't there. Oh, okay. so some mother just asked, how long is this going to go on? Let me explain something. Last night, the people that were on Federal Hill, they were terrified. You're not talking about a couple of people. Okay, you're not talking about a couple of people. You're talking about a mob. You're talking about, and they're loud. And they are swearing, and they are rude, and they they don't care. And for anyone to think, oh, did someone just ask how long? No, that's not. Hey, all you white people, get to kill the white man. Kill the white man. When you are listening to that, are you kidding me? People were mortified of what was going on. And the people behind that effort should be held accountable. There was nothing peaceful about it. And as someone that goes and covers it, let me tell you something. They're everywhere. And you can't tell by the way.
away, <clears throat> who's with them and who the hell is not? You know, one of the things of, of battling terrorists, now not to get too far off, but hear what I'm going to tell you. One of the things about fighting terrorists is you can't tell who's in a uniform and who's not in a uniform, right? Well, it's the same thing. You know, when two people come and stand behind me when I'm at this thing, I, I don't know. Are they, are they just bystanders? Are they part of them? And let me be very clear about something. As Governor Mundo, and they like to say, well, the, at least the protesters wear masks. Listen to me. They always have been wearing masks. You know why they wear masks? Is to hide their faces from the police. Yeah, they wear masks. They also wear hoods. And they have bicycle helmets. Why would you wear a bicycle helmet to a, quote, peaceful rally? With the media, you know, I didn't fully, I, I glimpsed over the Providence. I'll tell you how pathetic this thing has become. Protesters confront diners in March. As diners ate at an outdoor table, over 100 protesters blocked traffic, chanted slogans, calling for racial injustice, abolition of the police, took a seat on the pavement, moment of silence. They never mention, <clears throat> and, and these, most of them have been arrested, by the way. Several of them had weapons. There were diners who were crying. They spit in some of their food. They assaulted an elderly man. That family that was there, they were saying to the children, we're going to kill your, I can't even use some of the language. We're going to kill your white mommy and daddy. Kill white. They don't even mention in this journal story the language. Because let me tell you something. Outside of seeing the movie, Straight Outta Compton, the story of NWA, that great, you know, they came up with the song. Ice Cube and Dr. Dre of Blank the Police, right? And there's that great scene in the film, straight out of Compton, where they appear in Detroit and the Detroit police warn them not to sing that song. But that's a concert, and that is NWA from Compton. If you're last night on Federal Hill, and by the way, there's other restaurants that they had to, you know, it's not like they could plop down on the plaza. There's all these different restaurants around there. Okay, I talked with a lot of people last night. They did not want to go on camera. I don't blame them. There was a restaurant owner said, John, I don't want to go on camera. They'll, if I do, they'll come and protest out in front of my place next. Some of these people, well, where is your video? Listen, who, who would want to deal with that? I go to cover it and I, I have to take a shower when I get out of there because they're so filthy and dirty. But let's just be very clear about something. And this is something that Channel 12 doesn't get into in this story. And I don't know if I know protesters calling for police reform. Protesters confront Providence diners during March in response to, you know what they don't mention is if you're sitting there last night on Federal Hill or somewhere on Atwell's Avenue, or how about just some people, there were some older people that I saw, if you saw my Facebook Live, they were just sitting out, okay? When you have a mob and you can't, 100, 125, some of them are on bikes, okay? They have masks on, helmets, obscene things there. They're chanting obscene slogans. When they're coming at you screaming, after police, after you white people, we're going to kill all you white people, burn down the city, and after you, after you put... Listen, there's nothing enjoyable about that. You don't pick up your fork and like, oh, I wonder if this is going to go on for a little while. Oh, let's let's just watch the damage. No, you're like, let's get the hell out of here. An elderly couple to get off to leave and they like shove the guy down. And then the mother was with children. And then it was being described. Oh, you know, she was exercising her. No, she was she was in fear of her life. And they come from everywhere. I'm telling you this firsthand. They're like a swarm. And you, you, you can't tell who's who. 
suddenly this, you know, two people behind you on a bicycle. <clears throat> and then there's other people that are just, then you have other just punk degenerates that are walking around. It is not captured here. But the media does not even mention the fact that if you are just sitting outside, never mind if you're with elderly people or young children or whoever, and suddenly there is a mob of 125 people that look like they're ready for a fight. They look like they're ready to riot. That was the atmosphere. And they go after anyone that confronts them. And they not one. They don't like send over a plate person. Hey, excuse. No, no, no. They surround you. They swarm. Like a pack of mosquitoes around you. Um, and then, they, you know, they were even making jokes. They were surprised to see me. Like, we thought we got rid of you. Couple, uh, whatever, with the laser and everything. And those that watch the video, I mean, my light sensitivity, because of that stupid laser, it, it, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> the journal doesn't capture it. I, I don't even know if Channel 6 covered it. Uh, that other, you know, Uncle Atheist, he's one of them. I mean, you want to talk about compromised. He, he's, he's not a journalist. He's a protester. But it, it's not you're having a quiet dinner. And suddenly you are surrounded by a mob that look like they are ready to kill you. And they're screaming. You know, maybe you don't fully get that they're yelling F the police. All you hear is the F word. Maybe you don't understand that, you know. Well, I, I like this. Well, they weren't. They were saying kill all cops, not kill all people. Listen, all you know is you're sitting there. There's a mob of people, and they're yelling "kill" and the F word, and they're going to burn the city. Do you, what do you think? People calmly. Uh, excuse me. Could you pass the pepper? I wonder how long this is going to go on, dear. Gee, where we're going to have to? No, it, people. Let me explain. People were frightened. There's nothing wrong with that. It it is jarring. It is, there's nothing enjoyable about it. I was there covering the protest. If I was there with family or friends, I, first of all, you're like embarrassed. You don't want to do anything. And they are a mob. And they, they, there are people there that have weapons. And most of them have criminal convictions. They're criminals. They're thugs. They operate in that way. They wanted to hurt someone. They antagonize you know, in this business of, well, you know, they were demonstrating the effort. No, excuse me. What does Federal Hill, I'm, I'm going to say, what does Federal Hill have anything to do with Wisconsin? They had no business being there. Here's my, I don't respect these protesters. I obviously don't like the quote protesters. I don't think they're peaceful protesters. I think they're degenerate punk thugs with filthy mouths. The media doesn't even report the language. Excuse me. There's no reason for people like like we're supposed to just, hey, I lived in New York City. Most of these people have never ventured outside of Rhode Island. Okay, so don't tell me like, hey, man, get with reality. No, it doesn't work that way. You should be able to go sit outside and you don't listen to someone through a bullhorn who didn't even finish high school. Yeah, F you people. Yeah, F the police. Yeah, all you Federal Hill guineas. We're going to come back here and kill all you white Italians. Hey, those little kitties. We're going to kill your mommy and daddy. How, how is that constructive? Okay, spitting in the people's food, coughing on the food, threatening anyone who wants to move. No mind the knives on the tables. Why? Excuse me. Why is this going on again? Oh, that's right. 
Police shot a man in Wisconsin who three cops told him, don't go in the car. Freeze. Gun out. And he just ignores them. Who has history of domestic violence, who has other forms of violence, has been arrested many times. What what were the police supposed to do? Does that seem like a rational person? Can anyone even say that anymore? If I have three cops and they say, don't move, you don't just push back them and ignore them and go like you're reaching in the car. Listen. Of course, it's terrible the guy was shot, but so they were on Federal Hill. Oh, that's right. They were just on Federal Hill last night. Some of the protesters, they were. And how about the guy in the, the jumper? Did anyone see? Did you see the Facebook Live? I think I'm going to wear a jumper. Black lives matter, mister. Black lives matter. I'm tired of you cops. I'm going to wear a jumper to the protest because black lives matter. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the shooting in Wisconsin. Black Lives Matter. I'm going to wear my jumper. I mean, who even wears a jumper? (sighs) (sighs) Must have met it on Antifa singles. Listen, how else can I say this politely? They're losers. They're degenerates. They have no message. They are like terrorists. It'd be better if they said, hey, everybody here. Right. This would actually be better. This would be more productive. Everybody here at Federal Hill, we want everybody's got to give us one dollar or five dollars, whatever. At least then they're making money. OK, what, what, what was accomplished by that? Oh, I forgot. In Wisconsin, a guy was shot who wouldn't stop when the police were calling him. Five murders in two weeks. There was no pro- they should. I would have more respect if they were protesting in South Providence. I would have more respect if they were going around. Saying, listen, somebody here knows who shot the guy on Prairie Avenue. Somebody knows who shot the guy in front of the Dunkin' Donuts. We are telling you right now, come forward, cooperate, tell the police who did it. I would have more respect for that. Providence police did nothing wrong. Don't, Don't kid yourselves. And I get the whole thing. Federal Hill is trying to act like, not a problem. Oh, just some people. Little Now, excuse me. It's a major problem. Because people don't want to put up with it. It's one thing they were downtown. Now they go to Atwell's Avenue. And if Raymond were alive, never would have happened. No way. You know, I know some members of organized crime. I think it's time for a comeback. I think they'd be welcomed. I have someone, I was talking to him last night. I said, I would support you. It is time. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Those little degenerate goons would be no match if the mob went back and started to flex their muscles on the hill. It is time, I'm telling you. You know, I was against that anyway. The police went, they, the police were targeting the wrong mob. The real criminals are on Smith Hill, the state house. That's where the real criminals are. Never would have happened if Raymond was still in charge. Never. You know, and I may contact Louis Minocchio. Like, now is the time. All right, I know the feds gave you a hard time. It's time to come out of hiding, everybody. Okay, the hill's going to be the hill. The hill protects its own. That never would have happened if Patriarch was still running the hill. And then it was chased out. For what? Now these degenerates take it over? No message. Blank the police. And, that, and it's not even reported, by the way. Not even reported. Like, that's not, excuse me. No, that is unacceptable. Family out, and there's a mob of over 100 screaming the F word. They're going to kill you, burn the city. But it was, then they paused for a moment of silence. Oh, okay. For George Floyd. Shut up. Didn't he, wasn't he on drugs? That's what I'm reading. Can we even say that? All right. I covered West Fountain. Folks, 1251. 
It's one on this uh, Tuesday. What a day yesterday. First, I have the Battle Act loudmouth protesters when we're trying to do the broadcast. <coughs> then last night, and they were blocking the off-ramp. Do you think, how do you think those people felt stuck in traffic? Think they want to get out of their car? They were standing on people's cars. Where were the police? Alorza told them to stand down. Alorza told them stand down. Let them vent. No way. Folks, you got to take the handcuffs off. Let the police be the police. Use those riot sticks. I have had it with these degenerates. I can't stand them. They have a message. They don't have a message. And it's not a peaceful message. Okay, they're being manipulated by people like Aaron Ruggenberg and other progressive left activists that push them forward to just cause havoc. That's what is really going on. If you want, and some of most, many of them are paid. Many of them are paid. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in, the folks, right now. Ornamental peppers, four, six-inch pots, full mums kale, all coming along nicely. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's uh, right off Route 4, across from where Alley's Donuts used to be till they became Antifa Donuts. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Materials Garden Center on Facebook, and their website is prmaterials.shop. Stop in and see them. They are wonderful people, Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, it's 1253. Uh, I'm going to check at 1 o'clock. If there's a good crowd on Facebook Live, we're going to go till 2. If there's not, that's fine as well. You can listen on the radio. I was going to go till 2. I don't even know because of my blanking eyes because of the laser. I can't even see that stuff anymore. Um, oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. They're peaceful protesters. They just happen to carry a laser around that could light a match. Oh, yeah, real peaceful. No, they're, they're, they're loud. You don't show up at the governor's house or on Federal Hill. As people, are, people were dressed up. Some people were celebrating a birthday. Some people were celebrating an anniversary. Um, I know one, but there was a delayed graduation. I heard, I spoke with many of the people. I heard from I talked to three restaurant owners last night. Oh, I don't want to go on camera. John, if I go on camera, they'll come back in front of my room. I don't want that. It is extortion. They act as terrorists. And I am telling you right now, the local media is compliant. The lo- There's no other way to look at it. The video speaks for itself. Why don't they report all this stuff? Why don't they report? And the people will show me the video. That, you know, now, now people become like CSI. Listen, eyewitnesses aren't enough anymore? Ludicrous. Absolute lunacy. All right, I'm way behind in uh, commercials. All right, what time is it? 12.55. (laughs) Folks, Vero Industries, do you have some gold? Do you have some gold? Folks, 40 years experience. It's B-E-R-O. Someone call Leo. Leo's waiting for his first phone call, 401-434-8900, simply because people are busy. He has two locations, East Providence and Warwick, 434-8900. 40 years experience buying gold, silver, other precious metals, old, broken, and new, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets of pieces, watches, half earring pieces, buy and sell of individual coins and collections, and he will come see you. It's Vero Industries. 434-8900. Now, two locations, East Providence and Warwick. But also, he will come to you for extra service. 
Vero Industries, 434-8900, 434-8900, Vero Industries. Folks, at 1256, it's John DePietro. Good afternoon, everyone. Now, I also, also I, I don't want you to, I, I'm not in a bad mood. I'm not. And I also want to ask people, please don't text me during the program. I can't. I'm communicating with people, then people are texting. I, I appreciate a lot of stuff. There's a three-hour window of time I ask people not to call me or text me, unless it's, like, really important, unless it's shots fired at the White House or 9-11, something like that. Other than that, pretend that Juan is Dr. Juan, and I'm right now in my operating room. You wouldn't run in and talk to a doctor when they're in the middle of an operation. That's I am Dr. Juan, and I'm in the middle of my operation. Oh, I want to show also. Don't forget about the, um, where do we have it? Stuff at the website. Folks, by the way, if you want to support the program, two things I want to just show everybody. Don't forget, while I'm showing the people on Facebook Live, don't forget you can pick up a nice mug of wand at depetro.com and show you how you can do that. Look how beautiful that is, right? You can buy this. You get a mug. It's a beautiful coffee mug, good quality, and you support the show. And also, there are people knocking these. I think this is hilarious, Someone said, oh, who came? I came up with this. This is the Mayor of Lords of Baby Omar face mask. Of course it is. No, we, we have it. We do it as a we do it as a goof. It's I think it's funny. I do. Maybe, well, I don't think that's funny. Well, I, who asked you? I think that's funny. That's the Mayor of Lords of Baby Omar. They, that's when he showed up with the kid at a press conference. There's Baby Omar. He shows him, brings him everywhere. Somebody was saying, oh, children are off. If children are off limits, why did he bring his son to a, a murder press conference? This is somebody bought a bunch of these. Thank you, whoever bought them. I think this is hilarious. Buy this for someone that you know that lives in Providence. This is a good novelty gift, folks. The mayoral law is a face mask. And this is cloth. Some people, I'm going to use it as toilet paper. Well, it, it's not paper. It's cloth. This is a nice mask. Where can you get this? Let me just show you quickly. Um. You go to depetro.com. I realize those listening on the radio can't see me. I haven't totally lost my mind. But you go to the website, depetro.com, and you'll see home, meet John DePetro, hello, radio show. And then it says, oh, shop. You just click on the shop. Next to that, by the way, says advertising contact. If you want to contact me or advertise on the show. But you click on shop. Hold on. (laughs) You click on shop. And then it brings you, it brings you right to, there it is, John DePietro Show. Well, oh, 10% off and sign up for tech. There's our store, our online store, folks. Look at all those nice things. We have the Columbus Day statue bag. Now, I thought people would love that. They tear down the Columbus statue. Instead, you're carrying the the, the statue of Christopher Columbus along on a tote bag. You have my phone case tote bag. And then we have uh, some phone cases, which are great. Can you show that? Hold on. Here's the uh, Christopher Columbus phone case. Folks, this is a way to say to those that want to rip down Columbus, hey, guess what? I still have them on my phone case. So then you also have the uh, Federal Hill mug that we have that's very popular. That, that'd be a big one right now. Why do we have that? The, uh, the arch. This is a mug you can get. See, there's the, the arch at Federal Hill. And then you also have, we have the new Calamari comeback phone case. I think that's funny. And then what else? We have the Calamari comeback face mask, phone case, sticker. And then we also have the Calamari. And then also, 
by the way, look at this one. This is our own. We designed this. This is the John DePietro Show Calamari Comeback. Notice there's the Trillo boat in the background. That's a t- really, really good quality T-shirt. And then you have the guy there. All right, a lot more ahead. Right now, uh, stay tuned, folks. It's 1 o'clock.